Welcome back to the American POV Podcast, uh, episode number 35. We are joined by, first of all, James, how are you doing today? I am uh, horrible because the stock market's about to crash. Mm, that sounds like a white privilege problem. Gary, how are you today? I am quite all right, my sir. How are you? I am disturbed. Everyone's disturbed. How perturbed are you? Um, disturbed by the potential of uh, monkeypox, but along with that, and the potential of Dr. Oz being my Republican candidate for Senate in Pennsylvania. But aside from that, we're also going to be talking about uh, charges dismissed against a uh, a kid who beat the shit out of an elderly person in a nursing home back in 2020. Um, we have a baseball player cut for stealing things from his teammates. An Arby's manager caught adding an ingredient to the milkshake mix. Um, we have a undercover Twitter, uh, well, undercover Project Veritas operation against Twitter that reveals some things. Um, BLM's tax filings reveal how they've been spending the money and hint, hint, it wasn't helping black people. And the disinformation board set up by the White House is uh, not, is uh, going under at the moment. Uh, oh my. But we'll start off where good things in America starts at Arby's. Must have the meats. We have the meats. Oh yeah. They have some other. They've things got well. the meat, all right. They have more They've than just got that. Arby's manager urinating in the milkshake mix. Wait, what? He peed in the milkshakes. Well, it's still better than Starbucks's two pumps of vanilla. Hey, you know what the difference is between Arby's and McDonald's? Uh, At least Arby's has their milkshakes. You're right. You're right. True. I mean, although I'm pretty sure the milkshake tastes like piss even before this guy did this, but um, but yeah, he he allegedly Arby's manager. This is a manager, by the way. Like, like, what if you're a lower employee and you find him doing this? Like, he's he's you you do nothing. There's nothing you can do. Cleaning, sir. Is there anything I need to hide for you, sir? That's the man who signs your checks right there. Yes, and he might pee on them as well. Um, yeah, probably. An Arby's manager allegedly urinated in the milkshake mix at the fast food eatery for his own sexual gratification on at least two occasions. So I love how they specify for sexual gratification. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's multiple reasons to do that. What if you were mad at a I customer mean, and you want to get back at them? No, that makes sense. That's sexual gratification, though. Um, so Stephen Sharp, who is being investigated for child pornography, that's that's awesome. Yeah, great. That's admitted nice to police to that he enjoyed relieving himself in the restaurant's milkshake mix while working as a night manager at a Vancouver, Washington location. So leaving himself in the milkshake mix. Yes. And this guy's employed? Uh, he's the manager. <laughs> by my, my he's statements. He's the man who's in charge of ensuring shit like this does not happen. Well, if he worked at McDonald's, he wouldn't have his problem with the milkshakes. Yeah, because oh, they wouldn't have that at all. Because the machines don't work. Not ever. Um, he was arrested by Van Vancouver police and confessed downloading and distributing child pornography and having a sexual interest in children on May 10th. Officers executed a search warrant and uncovered dozens of photos and videos depicting the sexual exploitation of children, as well as the urine video on his digital devices. Um, he downloaded the disturbing content within the chain restaurant on at least one occasion. So he's Pissing in the milkshakes. He's downloading child porn all while Arby's is fucking paying. Fuck, dude. Arby's is, uh. I, I've never been to Arby's. They're dropping the ball, my guy. They are kind of dropping the fucking ball, my guy. 
Well, Vancouver police are asking anyone who purchased a milkshake from the Arby's at 221 Northeast 104th Avenue on October 30th or 31st and has a receipt to contact them. You're only telling us now? <laughs> Dude, like, who keeps a receipt from Arby's for a milkshake from back in October? It's who, May! Who gets receipts? Well, people do, but they don't keep them this What time. are receipts? First of all, if anyone... If you're eating fast food and you get sick, you're not surprised. Second of all, that's some fucked up shit, because what if he's got some, like, diseases that can be passed through his urine? I mean... Like, giga the, the other diseases that were already in the Arby's milkshake to begin with. Listen, listen, listen. It's okay. It's delicious. Flavor Town, man. That's all you gotta remember. Uh, Flavor Town is the key. No other employees of the East Vancouver Arby's location are believed to have known about the manager's fetish for urinating in the shake mix. He was charged with four counts of possession of depictions of minors engaged in sexual explicit conduct. That four is counts of disturbing. Dealing depictions of minors engaged in sexual explicit conduct. Yeah, he's, he's going to jail. The level of pedophilia that has come out this year is disturbing. Yeah. Well, I mean, one is disturbing, so any more than that is too much. So, yes, we encourage if any of our viewers were at that Arby's that day, uh, you may have drank piss. So. I guess they're pretty pissed off now, aren't they? Now, speaking of pedophilia. Uh, I found a, a post. Wait, wait. How did you have no sections as that? I know. Never started off well. Speaking. It's it's <laughs> disturbing. I have to find it. Ah, I don't know if I can find it right now because it, it's from libs of TikTok, and I shared it a while ago. But it was an assignment from a school in Canada, uh, asking kids to touch themselves. Yeah. Um, and then draw a picture yeah. of it. Yeah, that that one that one I remember. Um, what the all the reason to uh, kind of shit I found is it. going on in the world. Four year olds at an Alert Bay, British Columbia school were reportedly given this homework assignment on touching their private body parts. The worksheet asked students to draw pictures of places in their home where they can uh, diddle themselves privately. It's it's fucked up. It's fucked up. What the fuck is going on? I'm starting to feel like like old because I I keep saying back in my day we didn't do this shit and it wasn't all that long ago. I know, Not right? Sixty five or something like. Teachers just never, you know. There is a time and a place maybe for for some type of you know safe sex class or things like that, but that's probably when you're like in high school. Yeah, like this is yeah, and even even if it was high school, like you're gonna say, where do you masturbate in your home? Like what? This is uh, what? this worksheet was advertised for three to seven year olds. Like, dude, like most of those kids don't give a shit about you know. They might be at least by the age of like a seven, you're probably somewhat curious, or you get the feel, you get the tingle, maybe as it's as you're getting closer to puberty but that's something you like deal with on your own or you ask your parent about or i don't know but not the fucking teacher also what do you mean masturbation in the home just it's it's it, nine times out of ten is either going to be your bedroom or the bathroom or something but why do you need to know why would a teacher even need this? i have no idea i what don't know better? why would like if you were Ask them, like, why do you want to? Like, I've never seen a little kid, and I'm like, I wonder where they masturbate. Yeah, yeah, no, it's you it's may be the, um... Go ahead. I, I'm just, I'm just so like uh, disappointed with with a lot of, and and there are, look, there are plenty of teachers. I mean, my niece has a, has a great, you know, far as far as I can tell, a great preschool teacher, but. Uh, 
there's so many like you know predators can so easily slip through. I think there was even like a a report that like you're, you're, you know you always hear about like the priests sexually assaulting kids, but there's public school teachers that also sexually assault kids. It's it's almost just as common, if not more common. But it's fucking horrible in general. It's the one place you 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 would like to think your kid is completely safe. And yeah, not anymore. At least if you pick the right type of school, but. Right, speaking of a place where you should be safe, but unfortunately aren't, um, in 2020, we probably talked about this story like when it happened, um, when we were the old podcast and now we're the new podcast. Um, charges dismissed against COVID patient who assaulted senior citizen in a nursing home. So this happened back in uh, 2020. Uh, Jaden Hayden, his name rhymes, uh, who he, he's been facing multiple charges, including assault for the May 2020 being of Norman Bledsoe inside a nursing home on Detroit's west side. So the video itself is about, I think about a minute and a half long, something like that. And uh, watch it on your own, you know, one of the viewer discretion is advised. It, it's, he, he's just beating, like, punching an elderly man in the head, and it's pretty pretty awful to watch. Yep, no remorse, just just... It really makes you think twice about putting like any of your elderly loved ones in a nursing home. Like, even if you have to work like at multiple jobs to like support them in your own home, you're like, it's, it's either this or, or this happens to them when they're they're old and they can't take care of themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. Because, so yeah, the video it was called on video. It, he he's you you thought at least I remember thinking at the time like, all right, it's on video. He's gonna be getting some type of punishment like. But that's not the case. Uh, his father, the Mar Marty Hayden, uh, said he shouldn't be in prison. Um, he was he's the charges against him were dismissed. He was found incompetent. Uh, he now resides in a psychiatric hospital in the Kalamazoo area where he cannot come and go. Um, Marty Hayden, who's the father of the kid who did this, uh, he said if his son had been convicted and sent to prison, it would have only worsened his mental health issues. Uh, so the system is going to fail him again. He's not going to be rehabilitated, he told Action News. Uh, he said, adding that because of his son's mental health issues, he cannot understand the gravity of his actions. Now, I would say, I would add on to this that he should not have been there in the first place if this is what he is. If he's so mentally impaired that he doesn't realize that punching an elderly man in the head multiple times. By the way, that guy's dead now, the elderly guy. Mm -hmm. He killed, he like, Stopped eating and he died. So yeah, Jesus Christ! This wasn't just oh he punched him a couple times and it's like a simple assault. Like the dude, oh he's dead. Yeah, he's he's dead. Um, he's fucking gone. And sure, the it's kid doesn't weird. necessarily deserve the the death penalty for this, but there has to be some punishment, even if he is mentally impaired. Again, who put him there in the first place? Unless he was really good at hiding it. Yeah, I know, right? Otherwise, if it's if it's not murder, like if he's got like a mental disorder that that's causing him to act in this way, then manslaughter's still a thing. It's uh, so, I just don't understand how this shit is even allowed. Well, actually, he was he was sent there. I believe this was because of Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer's COVID policy of sending COVID patients to nursing homes. Mm -hmm. um, he was the two men shared a room at the Westwood Nursing Center on Detroit's west side. So he was well. I I missed I missed I think I mistook this for him working there. He wasn't working there, but he he was put there because of, he had COVID. Mm -hmm. Which is already a bad thing enough. You're putting a COVID patient in, in a room with an elderly man. That sounds like a very terrible idea. And instead of giving him COVID, he just gave him several bashes to the face and just. What was this? An assisted suicide place? It's assisted living. It's, it's, just, like. it's just a nursing home. But the the and Pennsylvania did this too. A lot of states did, where they sent COVID patients to nursing homes. You didn't answer the question, though. Of, All you did was tell me it was a nursing home. You didn't answer the part about well, assistance. It was a, it's an assistant. I, I it's, it's an assistance. I can't say it. Assisted suicide. Assisted 
suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay, Jadon, maybe his name is Jadon Hayden, I don't know, was in a group home in, in Washtenaw County when he called his father to say he was hearing voices and thought people were out to kill him. That's in early May 2020. He called 911 so that he could be sent to a hospital for treatment. His father said it was at the University of Michigan Hospital in Ann Arbor, where uh, Jadon was then diagnosed with COVID 19. He said that's when 20 year old who had dreams of becoming a boxer was sent to the nursing home to recover. <clears throat> he fulfilled his boxing dreams just not in the way it should have been. Mike Tyson's punch out. I mean, look, I, I think the father, in a way, he's right here that the kid should not have been put in that nursing home, but mm -hmm. he he was. Holy shit. He did something awful. So, well, again, I'm not saying his life should be ruined because of this. There needs to be some level of punishment. He shouldn't just be, he gets sent to a psychiatric hospital and that's it. I mean, that's that's just bottom line. I mean, there's plenty of people, mentally impaired people, that don't do this as well. Like, plenty of them who, you know, are, are impaired in their own ways, but they wouldn't beat someone over it. You know, that, that's very yeah. easily used as an excuse if someone has mild autism or something like that. Mm -hmm. They definitely did. The state dropped the ball. I mean, this is Whitmer's policy. We we criticized this at the time, and it's it's only looking back on it, its effects is, is is still terrible. I mean, Pennsylvania did the same thing, and Wolf got away with it because he was already on a second term. He didn't have to worry about getting reelected. Don't forget New York. New York did the same thing. Um, well, Probably California Cuomo did face consequences, just not the consequences, just not because of that. It was just because he was an idiot. But. Mm -hmm. So it's unlikely the case will be um, refiled. So this is this is it. Well, uh, he did. The father did con did extend his condolences to the old man's family. Uh, he he also hopes those involved in placing his son in the nursing home will be held accountable. I, I mean, I think that's fair too. The people who put him there yeah. should be, and and who put him there, the state, the government officials. That that's that's who put him there. So, I mean, if you're not going to punish the kid, at least punish the people that, that put him there in the first place. That, that's yes. bottom line. Aside from the multiple COVID deaths that I'm sure that they caused as well. The old man's brother uh, said he's hoping that one day Jadon will be held accountable for his actions. M mind you, the man's 20 years old. He's not, a, he's not like a, a 15 or 16-year-old that did this. Mm -hmm. Like a twelve, big twelve or thirteen year old kid. He's twenty. He was twenty when he did this. Or he, he's twenty now. He might have been eighteen at the time, but still. E either way, that's uh, this. It's a little disappointing. Again, like I said, I don't think his life should be ruined for, but some type of punishment is needed. Yes, beating someone. I mean, I reiterate, it's it's uh, terrible. Well. Anyway, moving on to another dumpster fire. Twitter uh, was kind of caught. In Project Veritas was was doing its thing, and uh, where they do that hidden camera thing, where they they have an employee and they're having like lunch with them, and then they spill the beans, and it's like, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. uh, this isn't really all that surprising. Undercover Project Veritas recording reveals Twitter engineer reels twitter engineer saying platform censors the right but not the left everyone who works there is commie as fuck and they hate elon musk i don't think we're revealing much here not really it's, it's all we're like doing a... is just solidifying our suspicions but it's nice to have it on video I'll yeah it that. is it really is yeah yeah to prove that we're not fucking out of our goddamn minds a senior engineer at Twitter had admit, has admitted the social media giant has a strong left-wing bias, and they routinely censor conservatives. Tiru Murugisan, I probably didn't pronounce that right, um, was recorded saying the company culture is extremely far left, where workers are commie as F, and they hate, hate, hate 
Elon Musk's $44 billion takeover. In a, in a shockingly frank conversation filmed over several encounters, he said the firm does not believe in free speech and even started to turn him left-wing when he joined. Jesus. Not not all that, not all that. I mean, again, it's, it's more so just telling people who, like, kept denying this for years, like, no, there's no bias, there's no nothing. Like, no, it's, this is an employee, this is a senior engineer saying this. So he, he has no reason to, like, lie about it or fudge anything. I mean, he thinks he's just talking to somebody, like, like I'm talking to you right now. Like, uh, mm-hmm. even though I, even though right now I know I'm being recorded, so, still. But that's different. You agreed to this beforehand. I actually didn't. Please release my wife and children. You promised not to tell anyone. Now we need to kill the hostages. Are you happy? Never, Never happy. happy. <laughs> You're not supposed to be happy. I haven't been happy in at least three years. <laughs> oh. Ask me if I'm surprised. Are you uh, surprised? Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. I'll take that as a no. God. I'm kind of angry. Kind of? Mm. I'm very angry now. <laughs> And in, in the meantime, Elon Musk is still trying to, uh, he still has his Twitter purchase on hold as he tries to, I believe it's, he's trying to negotiate a lower price for it. Um, he's trying, I think he's trying to argue that a good portion of the user base is, uh, the people posting tweets and all that are fake or bots. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the current CEO said it was like 95%, which is just no way that's true. There's no way there's 95% of people on there. That's the amount of times I see a name with like 50 different numbers attached to it, making a dumb comment. It's like every day you see that. Yeah. But you know what that means, right? No. Means that he's right. Oh. Well, yeah. We knew that. (laughs) So we'll see if he can work that price down because... and that's kind of how you be, you know. That's that's part of what these guys having money, the the rich become richer. Is like uh, the less amount of money I can, the better off I'll be. Especially if he buys Twitter and he finds out afterwards that yeah, it's not ninety five percent. It's like a much lower number. Then you kind of realize, oh, I kind of got gypped for the <laughs> for this. I kind of got ripped off. I'm paying for a bunch of bots. Yeah. No one wants to do that. No one wants to hear the bots. Uh, all right. I put it off long enough. Let's talk about the election. Election season. So, in James's home state of North Carolina, Madison Cawthorn lost in the primaries because of that whole uh, scandal thing he had going on where there was pictures of him and like cruise party, cruise yeah. party and stuff and... Uh, only served the one term, so he's done. There's a new Republican running for that seat. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to feel about that whole thing because I, I feel like he definitely spoke up like about something going like like shady shit going on. But I mean, you you really got to be careful when you're when you're sort of revealing what the swamp is doing because. If you're not squeaky clean, they're going to find something and put it out there. Even if you're 100% right in what you're saying, yep. they will find something. They will of find course. some dirt on you, and they did. And I really feel like they, they they released all that shit. They conspired to release it to sort of just sink them. Mm-hmm. And so. State Senator Chuck Edwards is now the uh, the nominee for that, the Republican nominee for that seat. So. Sucks to be him. Uh, anyway, Pennsylvania, uh, we had our we had the governor primary and the Senate primaries, and from the looks and, and a couple of like local representative spots. Uh, so on the Republican side, we really haven't talked too much about the um, the elections coming up, but I think I think now that we know who the candidates are, sort of uh, maybe talk about it a little bit more. But yeah. Doug Mastriano is the Republican nominee. He he 
Well, won pretty convincingly. It was a pretty crowded field, but he he won pretty soundly in that. He is from uh, one of the. He's he's one of the the state. He's like a state um, rep. Uh, it kind of came out of. Uh, kind of surprised me that he was uh, state senator from Pennsylvania's thirty third district. He, he surprised me in that. I actually knew about him like a year ago. Like my brother told me, like, "Hey, you should follow this guy. He's like, you know, he's got some conservative views, some hyper conservative views. Uh, very much a, a Trump guy. Like he thought to, to you know check the election results in Pennsylvania. He was at the January sixth thing, mm -hmm. and I, I was kind of shocked to see that he was leading the field, and his lead only kept growing and. To the point where they all tried to, to rally around Lou Barletta, who was the next best chance, and he he didn't even come close. Uh, so there's there's a lot of electability concerns about uh, Mastriano in that they think he's like too much of a, a Trump lead. He's like some like he's a whack job, you know. That he's not going to draw the the. Uh, yeah, we'll the see. Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, nothing set in stone, right? Like, I'm not. I get the I get some of the concerns like will he be able to draw in like the middle like he's got the base the base is going to come out and vote for him. it's just will be the middle ground the 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 people the swing voters like can you yeah. convince them I don't know because Josh Shapiro who ran unopposed <laughs> he's got the seat because nobody wanted to you know what, you know what might convince them what's that what? six dollar gas true <laughs> and another thing. Um, Josh Shapiro and them, they, his old, I mean, he, he's heavily endorsed by Tom Wolf. Tom Wolf was the one of the ones pushing that, um, that vaccine for, for your job thing. Mm. Right. So if I'm Mastriano, mm -hmm. I, I'm running on, look, these were the guys that, you know, demanded, pounded the table that you get the vaccine or you lose your job. I'm going to take that away. I'm not going to allow that. That's what I run on. And, Again, a lot of you won't even talk about like demographics. Like a lot of the black voters were heavily, you know, against this this type of thinking. Like like they they were the ones that were more hesitant to get the vaccine, and as a result, they were the ones more likely to lose their jobs. And it was awful. And that's Shapiro. That's that's what he represents. And that's kind of what you have really. If you're you're Mastriano, you have to push that. I truly, and I think really Shapiro wanted to face him because he thinks it's an easy win. It's a dangerous game to play. It, it really is. You, if you're your because he, he had a campaign ad out for Mastriano before Mastriano had one himself. It was like you can't vote for him. He he supports everything Trump does, and it's like th this is the weakest anti Doug ad I've ever seen. It's more or less trying to pump him up for the primaries. I think that's exactly what Shapiro was trying to do, and it worked. But he was already winning before that anyway. So it's going to be an interesting election season as we head into November. Um, it's going to be close, 100%. Another thing about Pennsylvania is that it's been, there's been a lot more registered Republicans than Democrats. I mean, there's still more Democrats overall, but a lot more Democrats have been converting to Republicans, especially yeah. this year. Not enough to, like, make up the difference, but enough to make it much closer. Uh, um, especially if all the Republicans go out and vote for Mastriano, which I think a good number of them will. He got Trump's endorsement, although Trump himself only endorsed him like a couple days ago. Like it was like three days before the election. I think he was trying to make sure he, he got the winning candidate because, and I'll be honest, he really screwed up with with Doctor Oz. Doctor Oz. So that's what's going on right now in the Democrat side. John Fetterman won. He pretty much crushed Connor Lamb. It was a no contest, really. He it was called for like he, it was called for him the election with like twenty eight percent of the vote in something like that. It was like it was a he he destroyed him. Like it wasn't it wasn't even a question. Whereas on the the Republican side, you have it's still go it's still ongoing. Like I can't even say for certain right now, which is is, is frustrating because by the time this episode comes out, we'll probably know who won. But at the mm. moment, it's Dr. Oz with the slimmest of leads. It's like 31.2 to 31.1. That's how that, that it's so tiny over uh, Dave McCormick. Uh, Kathy Barnett 
distant third. She she's done pretty much. It's it's just down to these two. It's it's gonna go. It's probably gonna go to a recount. I think I think it's probably gonna be Oz. Unfortunately, that's disturbing. That gives me no that's faith. Awful. It's not even disturbing. It's just fucking terrible. Doctor Oz of all people, and Trump endorsed him. Ugh. Because I'm looking at John Fetterman, and I don't like his policies, but he's a very likable candidate. Mm -hmm. Just from, like, he's kind of got that, like, uh, I'm just like you type of thing. I think it's mostly an act, but he plays it well. You know, the, when the bridge collapsed in Pittsburgh, he was out there, and it was snowing and shit, and he was in a short, he was in shorts and a hoodie. It's like, damn, that's, that's kind of relatable, because, you know. He's not always wearing a suit, and again, I think it's mostly a play, but it works. Yeah. Versus someone like Doctor Oz. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like him before this, like way before what? I even knew his political. Like, nah, like, oh, it's the boomers that got him in, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Man. Look, I didn't like him when I was a kid. I mean, I saw his show, and I'm like, who is this weirdo? Uh, but it looks like he's yeah, going to win. Yeah. I mean, it's not much better. He's a hedge fund guy, made money from China. I, I don't trust him. He'd be better than Oz, but it's not saying much. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not much of a compliment when I'm like, "Ha, huh, I'm better than Doctor Oz as a politician." Yes. Like he he only Oz only developed most of these political opinions like probably the last couple last year or so like not even I didn't even know he was from here he's not he's he only went to school here for a couple years that was it but now he's a Pennsylvania resident bullshit interesting at the very least McCormick has like a long family line that lived here but that's that's about it that's all i can really say for him so we won't know this episode is being recorded before we know mm -hmm. so what if you're if you're listening to this like what dr oz won like listen well geez that's all we can say to that one isn't he it? also served in the turkish military dr oz did <laughs> fucking what yeah he did that's that's a little sus. It's a little sus. A little sus. A little sus, yeah, but that's kind of badass. It, it, it's... I don't think he was, like, doing anything badass in particular, but... Nah, I don't think Definitely he was. Unless he was a combat medic and he was, like, fucking sewing dudes together and shit, but no, he... Most likely not. No. I mean, how many... How many U.S. Yeah. senators, like, if he's elected, how many U.S. senators served in the military of a foreign country? Like, it's got to be zero, right? Yeah. Unless you were an immigrant mm. or something. Uh, otherwise, I can't. Uh, and, of course, Trump chimed in and said Ur Oz, he ur he's urging Oz to declare victory. Even though it's not called yet, which is a very Trump thing to do. It is a very Trump thing yeah, to do. Yeah, sounds about right. And that's, uh... I mean, look, he, he, he's, he's Who had... wants to see him at the celebration afterward? <laughs> I was he's got some just... very, very important, very, very important friends that he needs, needs to meet. I'm, st I'm still sitting here shocked that he actually endorsed fucking Dr. Oz. Like, I'm still, I'm sitting here right now looking at this this election it's like you really endorse this guy mm -hmm. really yes yeah, a little bit of a and, i know why it's a celebrity thing yeah that's all it is it's not even like i think i'm, he's a real I'm really good at picking winners i mean he picked doug but that's only because doug was heavily i could have predicted doug was going to win three days before the election it'd be one thing if he endorsed him from day one it's another thing to endorse him like three days before that's fucking insane um, so yeah, right now we're at 95% reported, uh, 416,783 to 415,543. 
it is coming down to the wire. Jeez, dude. That is close. And again, it's probably going to trigger a recount of how close it is. So it may be until next pod episode. We may not even know until next week. We, I really don't know. It's a shame that our elections are even like this, that we can't even know the same day. Fucking ridiculous, but... Yeah, it is. Welcome to America, the land of opinions. Where there's mine, yours, and hey, get the fuck off, I already told you that was mine. <laughs> Another note about Fetterman before we move on, he actually lost um, the black vote in Philly. He fell to third place. Now, if he was in second place, he would have lost to Malcolm Kenyatta, who is from here. So, of mm -hmm. course, he was going to get a big boost from the community. He also lost, he also finished behind Connor Lamb, who is the whitest man you've ever met. Really? So, even though Federer won the whole damn thing, he won, he won the primary, he won the nomination, he didn't do well among black voters in Philly, which is kind of a big deal if you're trying to win in November. Since yeah. Philly has a fairly large black population, and this probably has something to do with him pulling a gun on a black guy back in 2013, which uh, tends to make black people angry, and I can't blame them. It wasn't in self-defense, it was like, hey, I think that guy committed a crime. He did. Hey, for a second, I thought you were about to be a smartass and say, I can't imagine why. No. Oh, no. I can't imagine no. why a black man would hate a gun being pulled but on him. Why would anyone hate having a gun pulled on him? I love have, you seen John, have you seen John Fetterman? He's like 6'9", he's bald, he's got a goatee. Like, If a guy like that pulled a gun on me, I'm fucking terrified as well. I, I wouldn't blame you. Like, oh shit, I'm about to be killed by some giant redneck. Mm -hmm. A giant redneck that obviously very much wants you fucking dead. Like, if I were to describe to you like, what would be the scariest racist you could think of, you'd probably think of someone that looks like John Fetterman. Yeah, probably. Mm hmm So, we'll be back next week with election updates as we, we know who is the GOP nominee. Uh, most likely Oz, but uh, McCormick could stole him from behind. He's not that far back, so. Fun election season. Totally not stressful. Totally. Uh, all right. Tax filings reveal how BLM co-founders spent charity funds. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. So, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Colors, uh, that's Colors, C-U-L-L-O-R-S, not colored, which would be bad, used charity funds to pay her brother and child's father eye-watering sums of cash for various services according to tax documents filed with the IRS. The co-founder's brother, Paul Colors, saw a cool sum of $840,000 hit his bank account for allegedly providing security services to the nonprofit organization. I don't see anything suspicious about that at all. Ah. No! Right. Not a bit. When it comes to the... You're talking about the BLM thing, right? The organization, yes. Yeah, alright. Since If this is publicly known and people are still supporting it, then... I'll see if there's anything wrong with James, it. James, are you telling me that you don't pay your brother $840,000 for security services? Hey, man. If, if the federal government wants to step oh, in and actually do something about hey it. Hey, man, listen. He may love his family, but Jesus. Yeah, I know. I wish I could just give someone 800 and something million dollars, you know? <laughs> that would be a fucking... You better be, oh, like, man. the best security guard ever. Like, you're just tackling every potential threat. Yes. Every five seconds. Uh, meanwhile, the organization paid a company owned by Damon, Damon Turner, with whom Colors shares a child, almost $970,000 to help produce live events as well as other creative services. What the fuck? Yeah, I just I just pay nine. I I pay almost a million dollars for creative services. You know, I just just be creative. Creative service. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's clearly worth nine hundred seventy thousand dollars. Of course. Clearly. Clearly, I mean. That, is that is that how the kids are saying hardcore pornography nowadays? 
You know, I'm I'm old, so I don't know. Neither do I. That's why I'm asking you, young man. Uh, James is younger than me. Ask him. Uh, uh, uh. When a mommy and a daddy hate each other very much, they get what's called a divorce, son. And you get sodomized in prison, Dad, for not paying child support. Later! And by the way, if there's any kids listening that you, your parents are divorced right now, I want to let you know it is 100% your fault. Yes, it is Definitely. 100% Gary's fault. If not let... for you, they would have had a happy marriage. Also, and healthy sex life. Which is bad. On top of the controversy, BLM wrapped up its fiscal year, which runs from July 1st, 2020 to June 30th, 2021 with a stunning $42 million in net assets. The foundation had an operating budget of about $4 million. The more than $37 million was spent by the foundation on grants, real estate, and charter on private flights, according to the new tax filings. I failed to see where they improved black lives. Mm -hmm. It wasn't black lives they were looking to improve. It was their lives. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they are black. Lives work. Exactly. So, Why do you think yeah. they were saying Black Lives Matter? They said they're Black Lives. Exactly. We didn't specify you. Let me see. Now you're understanding where the hypocrisy comes into play, buddy. I'm imagining like some some like black black family. They're like, "Oh, this is great. You got all this donation money. When when do we receive it? When do we get these benefits?" And like, we you. We, that's the neat part. You don't. <laughs> that, that's the neat part. You don't. All right. If the public has an outrage for them using the money irresponsible, irresponsible, not responsibly, whatever. Speaking irresponsibly. I can't. I can't. I can't speak. I don't fucking know what's my problem. Problem? No. I wish. I wish. I wish. You I, have a problem with the gunfight? I got speech lessons from Biden. Oh God, Hunter Biden? Uh, no comment. No, he was too busy passed out in the bathtub, surrounded by fucking illicit drugs. Yay. No, if the public has yeah, a problem, I believe it. If they have a problem with with how they're spending the money that they that they donated to him, then it'll be up to them to actually react to it in a positive way or negative way or whatever. Treat them. However, which way they want to, but until then, the court of public opinion is going to be on their side. They'll probably get away with any crime that they're going to they're doing. And especially when I say something like I'm against BLM, it more so means that I'm against this organization that is taking money that that was sent in in good faith. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why are you saying horrible things now, friend? I, I, I'm a Vicious racist. Yes. John oh, no. My God. I didn't know you were white. White. Points at him. Jesus. Whitey. Get him. It's more so you're taking money that was sent in in good faith for the most part. I mean, that, that's essentially everybody who's donating. Most part, most people donating to this want to improve black lives or they want to do something to improve black lives so they send their money in and it's being used on bullshit yeah that, that's that's the more more frustrating thing and that that's what should make more people of, of any every race really frustrated is that this organization is putting on the facade of black lives matter that's literally what they're called and they're not doing their mission statement pretty much I'm glad this stuff is coming out. I hope more people realize that this organization has done nothing positive for black people. Only to enrich their own lives. Yes. Yes, sir. Horribly. It's an insult. It's a slap in the face, really. So. Fallout will continue from that. And I'm um, very happy. Hopefully. More people are being opened up to it. It's slow, but it's, it's happening. So I'll take it. 
Let's see. So the Biden administration in a very short-lived mood that we really didn't get to talk about because it didn't last all that long, but it was very fun while it lasted, was going to set up a, a ministry of truth. I'm sorry. A disinformation board. Yeah. By Nina Jankowicz. So she quit the board, the Disinformation Governance Board, and uh, it's basically dead now that that, that she she's she's gone. So they're they're like pulling the plug on this whole thing, pretty much. Hmm. Didn't last all that long. I think it lasted maybe a little bit longer than CNN Plus. No, nope. that's that's not... no, no. Actually, yeah, it was shorter, right? Yep. That's sad. But it lasted longer. It lasted longer than the third Philly mass mandate. Yes. That yes. That was no. That was four days, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, good times. Good times in this place. Wear a mask, and no one does it. Okay, never mind. You go ahead, and you can do whatever you want. So it was incredibly. It was kind of just one of those things where you you were like, they're really being bold with this shit. Like, a disinformation board? Really? Uh, yeah. You want the government to be the ones deciding what's disinformation? Yeah. No. Well, you gotta tell like, these people who are, like, for it. Like, imagine what happens when a Republican comes in and he takes control of the disinformation board. Then guess what? Like, like now you're... You, 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 they don't think that far ahead. They're like, well, right now it's cool because Biden's in charge. What if Trump gets back in? What if DeSantis gets in? Any Republican? And you want them to be in charge of the disinformation board? Like, I mean, I would hope they would just scrap it from them. Now we don't have to worry about scrapping it because it's done anyway. But still, like, they don't think what would happen if their political enemies got hold of this, this disinformation board and used it for their own nefarious purposes. Like, I'm of the belief that there should not be a disinformation board. The government is in no That position. would be nice. Disinformation. Who's deciding disinformation? Who's deciding what disinformation is? Yeah, and it, it, it's such a broad title. You don't, know if they're gonna be, you don't know if they're going to be spreading it or, or controlling it. Which, probably both. So a lot of people were calling it the Ministry of Truth, which was a thing back in... It, it was a thing in the um, not book 1984. Um, which I know it's kind of been a meme to say like, this is literally 1984. This, this literally was 1984. Jesus. Wait, wait, wait. The Ministry of Truth. Yeah, so that was that. That's what it was called in the book. This this one was called like the uh, the the DHS or the disinformation. Yeah. What was it? What was it again? The uh, it was a it was a subsect. It was a section of the Department of Homeland Security. Um, oh my! Yeah. This disinformation governance board. Uh, it wasn't going to have like actual power, at least not yet. But it, it was just going to monitor it. Again, who's deciding what's dis disinformation that needs to be monitored? Because we literally had the media spreading disinformation about okay, by, by the Russians for like fucking till today. It's still Forever. going on, even though it's been thoroughly disproven. But I guarantee you, they wouldn't have looked into something like that. The Biden administration had quietly announced the creation of the board last month, saying it was meant to fight the spread of disinformation spread by agents of Russia, China, and Iran that can affect border security. American safety during disasters and public trust in our democratic institutions. By the way, lol that they they say border security as if they give a shit about that. Yeah, I know, right? Makes no uh, fucking sense. Amid the sense. backlash, DHS insisted that the board does not have any operational authority or capability and was meant to preserve rather than limit free speech. Yet. How do you preserve Yet. free speech by limiting it? Bullshit. They uh they crunched the numbers really hard like bugs in a jar 
That's it. A DHS spokesperson insisted the board was grossly and intentionally mischaracterized. It was never about censorship or policing speech in any manner. It was designed to ensure we fulfill our mission to protect the homeland while protecting core constitutional rights. However, false attacks have become a significant distraction from the department's vitally important work to combat disinformation that threatens the safety and security of the American people. All right. Yeah, it's all it's all bullshit. What he said, yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, J just you you don't need a board. We we've been a country for the last two hundred and fucking thirty some years by now. You you now need a disinformation board to monitor. There's disinformation everywhere. It's always information disinformation. It's up to you to figure out. It's not up to the government to tell you whether it's true or not. If you if you hear something. And you're not sure about it. You can more than welcome to do the research yourself and figure it out. Yeah, of course. Exactly. You should not has. be having an organization that says this is disinformation. It wasn't going to be just Russia, China, border stuff. It was going to be this outlet, Fox News, said this. It's wrong. Here's why. It's going to do the same thing the, the, these independent fact checkers on Twitter and Facebook are doing. It doesn't matter how they characterize it now, now that it's fucking dead. They'll probably try to bring it back. I'm not even convinced it's fully done. No, it's not. They're going to give it a rest. They're going to wait until probably after the midterms or something. And they're going to try to bring it back, uh, depending on how the midterms go. They're going to get creams if they keep this shit up. But that's just me. It didn't help that the person they put at the top... To her credit, uh, she's not bad-looking, and she can sing very well. So... You know, good for her, I guess. But she uh, she said a lot of very like questionable things about pushing. She she was also pushing the Russia lie, and she was suggesting that people with blue check marks on Twitter should be able to edit tweets of people that aren't blue checks that are spreading disinformation. Yeah, which is uh, no terrible. <laughs> that is horrible. Oh, that, that's going in the opposite direction of, of what Elon was sending on Twitter. Why would I even? Why would you even want to like, like edit tweets? Like, oh yes, I am the elite blue checker, and I can decide what is said. Yeah, who's policing their tweets then? If you're a blue check, exactly. Unlimited power <laughs> corrupts. Power in general corrupts. She also repeatedly tried to spread doubt about the New York Post's own reporting of the Hunter Biden laptop thing, um, calling it a Trump campaign product. She she pushed a lot of disinformation herself, honestly. Yeah. She was being put ahead of this thing. Interesting, eh? And she got bullied online for it. Look, I don't support her getting death threats, but she did get rightfully made fun of heavily on the internet. And fine with that, because she deserved it. She's 33 years old. I think she'll live. Yeah, she'll live. She also had a very cringe Mary Poppins version of the, the super califragile bullshit song whatever the hell it is super <laughs> yeah that was from last year she made a version of it on tiktok and it's just, it's just yeah. cringe it's just cringe i like that song well the original you won't like her version uh, version mm -hmm. not to listen to it but you know if you feel like cringing yourself to death you, you may listen i'd i'd rather not cringe to death thank you sir So uh, I, I do consider this a, a win. Well, I, I consider this a win, not just for Republicans, but just for free speech in general. Mm -hmm. I think an organization like this has no reason to exist. No, and no, there's no reason for I, it. I was also afraid that, like, it was going to be implemented, and then Republicans, when they got office, they were just going to keep it. Because that's just what they do. They just they say they, they're all gung-ho about shit, and then, then they get in office, and they're like, ah, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. So now they won't have to. It's 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 dead at least for now. But we'll uh, again. Don't be surprised if we're on episode forty something or fifty something, and surprise, it's back. Yep. With the new head, maybe Brian Stelter will be head of it. 
Hit him with the steady surprise, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. And, and have you guys been seeing what Jeff Bezos has been up to on Twitter? No. I usually don't pay attention Jeff to that. Jeff Bezos man. still exists? So, what's weird is is that he's, um... So I think he's getting. I think honestly, he's just getting jealous of the attention that Elon Musk is getting. Because for the first time in my entire Twitter life, which has only been like since 2015, 16, really 2018 when I really started heavily using it, he's now like tweeting and he's actually made some like some decent points. Uh, he, he's even like. You know, blaming Biden for the inflation shit like that. Would, he he's he he's like getting. It's almost like he's getting jealous. Like he's like, I, I want the attention. I want to be the billionaire everybody's looking at. It sounds like jealousy. Yeah. He he he's 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 definitely a little jelly, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, like I, I'm a, I'm a billionaire. I'm like one of the richest men in the world. Like, who the hell cares? Mm-hmm. He's just bored. Someone even commented like, like something like like Oh, I'd love to can, can I hang out on your on your yacht? I want to see that ass up close. He's like, Thank you, I've been doing like squats. It's a hard ass. And I'm like, what the fuck, Jeff Bezos? Yeah. What who the fuck says that? I don't know. Jeff like somebody tried to like fair. like fuck with him, not thinking he would respond and he just does. That sounds like someone who get fucked with. Like, he's now just, like, he's now just tweeting. He's, he's, he's an everyday tweeter thing. Yeah, here, here's one. He, he said, the White, this is the White House statements about my recent tweets. They understand we want to muddy the topic. They know that inflation hurts the neediest the most, but unions aren't causing inflation, and neither are wealthy people. Remember the, remember the administration tried their best to add another $3.5 to federal spending. They failed, but if they had succeeded, inflation would be even higher than this today, and inflation is already at a 40-year high. That's Jeff Bezos saying that. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Everything he just said. But I, I, I don't trust. I, I'm not simping. I, I'm not even simping for Elon Musk, let alone fucking Bezos. But now he's making good points. And I'm concerned. What's his goal here? What's his plan? Is is it just jealousy, or is it like is he trying to buy Twitter too? He's probably like, shit. Why didn't I think of that? Probably like that. He's definitely like that. Kicking him in the ass for not thinking of it first. He say, you know, the tweet he says. In fact, the administration, the administration tried hard to inject even more stimulus into an already overheated inflationary economy, and only Mansion saved them from themselves. Inflation is a regressive tax that most hurts the least affluent. This direction doesn't help the country. So he's making all these good points about inflation. I don't know even I don't even know what to think anymore. He he even you know the disinformation board like, like he even like took shots at that. It's 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 weird, man. We live in weird times. Yes. Jeff Bezos is now based. He's Bastos. Yes. Bastos. Ha ha. I'm sorry. I had to say it. Cringe, bro. It's cringe, but it's true. Don't trust him. Make me wish to unsubscribe to life. His bald head is filled with lies. His bald head is also filled with cream cheese. What? Maybe it is. What? Complete garbage. That was a garbage statement. And uh, I guess we'll end off that the uh, women, U.S. women's uh, soccer team. Uh, oh wait, they 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 got equal pay. Um, just really do that out there. Yeah, they got they got they want equal pay. Uh, I don't feel like it's a very smart business decision, but it's uh, that's what's happening. So yeah, I will admit that they're more successful than the men's team by like a lot. They're actually probably the best team in the world, the women's team. Uh, but yeah, they still don't. I don't think they draw on the numbers that the men's team does, but you do. I mean, you. I mean, it's, kind of, it's kind of the same as, as like the WNBA, where like 
the only reason why it exists is because the NBA pays for it and it, it operates at a loss every single year it's existed. That's disturbing. But I mean, the NBA can afford it. That's the thing. Like, they oh, of so course, yeah. You know, and I, mean, I guess it's somewhat admirable for them to win and play professional ball, but it's it's not a good idea to to for the. I mean, and these women are already making very good money for for playing internationally. Yeah, now they're they're making just as much as the men. So good. And that's that's a W there. I, I don't. Know yeah. The US soccer team is probably going to feel it. The wallet, but especially in a country where soccer is not all that liked, probably one of the probably popular the, is the word you're looking for. Well, yeah, I would, I would say it probably goes football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer. Like they're probably similar levels. I'd say hockey's probably a little bit more popular here. If we're just talking about the U.S., if you're talking about Canada, it's it's definitely hockey, and then. Probably basketball or football, that kind of thing. But it's not a popular sport in North America unless you're in Mexico, maybe. So uh, we'll end with one more sports topic. Um, the Yankees cut third round pick Jake Sanford after he allegedly stole bats and gloves from teammates and tried to sell them online. He also allegedly scammed fans selling autographed equipment and never delivering. What the fuck? Yeah, that's something you don't hear very often about prospects, MLB prospects. Like, he just, dude just ended his career. Like, he's done. No one's going to sign him. You steal from your teammates. Like, it's it's one thing to scam a fan out of an autograph, but you steal your shit from your teammates. You're, you're done, dude. Mm-hmm. Now, it is well known that minor league players don't get paid that well in baseball it's it's actually kind of a shame uh, they actually do to be paid a little bit more because it's it's just it's, you're playing professional ball there is some like risk to your your body and your long-term health even if it's not like football football's more dangerous but uh some of these guys do have to get like second jobs like uber drivers and things like that yeah mm-hmm. this dude just decided uh, i'll just steal shit <laughs> it did not go well Terrible. Crime never pays. Nope. Well, they told him Thank to steal. You, they meant steal bases, not steal shit. But too late. He misinterpreted. Yep. Oh well. It, it's the Yankees. To be fair, they deserved it. So. Yeah, you're not they, wrong there. They, they are literally the richest organization in baseball. So they'll they'll, they'll be fine. They'll be. Don't worry about them. And that's it. That's where we end off. Unless you guys got anything else you want to add. Uh, nah. No, yeah, I think we're done there. Uh, oh, fuck rumors. Yeah. Fuck rumors. Stop spreading disinformation. Please. You're giving disinformation boards coming for you. You're giving vets a bad name. Oh God. Are you, are you talking You're about like vets as, yeah. as in like people who take care of dogs? Yeah, people who take care of dogs, like actual like pet groomers. <laughs> Not child groomers. Yeah, pet groomers. yeah, because I, you know if you walk into PetSmart, they got a giant sign that says "grooming," and it's a bunch of dogs getting shaved, and it's and now it's just wrong because you can't yeah, look at I, that I thing. See, you can't, can't look at that word. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't just. <laughs> It's like you're you're waiting for the time where you walk in and you just see children in there and not not animals, and it's like, well, time to burn this place to the ground. It's the big sign on the school that says... It was the last corporation we put our trust into, kids. You're right. Well, now we gotta kill all the employees. All right, you're okay. Mm-hmm. It's time for the wood chipper. Yes. So I want to see that MP5 with no recoil. <laughs> but then we're killing them all, just to be sure. Mm-hmm. Just to be sure. Let's off two warning shots. Everybody on the fucking ground! <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, fuck that. There ain't no warning shots no more. The ammo's expensive. Bring out the groomers! I saw a post online that was like, I don't know if it, it probably just was like something someone made up, but I thought it was funny. It's like someone broke into my house. I get my gun. I shoot them a couple times. They're dead. Realized that the money I wasted on those bullets, I should have just given them my money instead of shooting them. Like it would have been cheaper to just hand over my wallet rather than shooting them because those bullets cost a lot of money. Yeah, man. Uh, Funny, yet true. Just like my life. No, your sex life doesn't count right now. No, it doesn't. I'm, I'm devastated, but you're right. Good. Down bad. All right. Giggity. Before I get more depressed, thanks for stopping by. Uh, please check us out on Twitter at American POV for episode updates in case we're not recording. We'll post on there. Uh, we're also on Facebook where you can find funny clips. We are on the listening. We are most listening platforms, but not all. The ones we are especially on are Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple, and Anchor. So. 100% there, so check them out, share them with your buddies. Uh, make sure to spread as much as much disinformation as you possibly can, Fuck as yeah, well man. as our episode. And we will see hmm. you next week. Goodbye. Peace.